Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the huddle. A little bit cold outside. Not terrible because the wind hasn't started blowing yet. Yesterday it was good, then the wind started blowing. And uh, eventually it'll give way to spring and summer mode. And the sights and sounds of baseball. Thursday the Twins open the regular season. Um, obviously they would have started, had it not been for the labor strife, they would have started uh, last uh, uh, Thursday, I believe it was. Uh, but they'll pick it up at uh, at Target Field uh, this Thursday to open it against Seattle. Uh, joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Twins President of Baseball Operations, Derek Falvey. D- Derek, how are you? you? You talk about a crash course in spring training, man. You've hit the ground running, and I'm surprised you even got five minutes for us because uh, uh, it has been from a trade to a free agent to a this and that. Explain the last uh, month of your life. <laughs> well, good to good to connect with you, Mike. Always, I always enjoy it. So, uh, chance here to to chat Twins baseball back in the Twin Cities. I'm excited to get back. Although, did hear your weather report there. Hopefully, it picks up a little <laughs> bit over the next uh, next week. Uh, you know, yeah. at the end of the day, we knew when we came out of the uh, the, the lockout that it was going to be busy. Man, we knew that that we were going to have five months of an off season kind of squashed into a really short period of time, and ultimately you had to be prepared for that. And fortunately, I think where we sit today. Uh, shows just how prepared our, our scouting group, our player personnel group, and our whole organization was to to make some significant changes in a really short period of time. We're thrilled with the group we got, and we're, we're just excited to get back to Target Field and kick it off. Pete and Derek, you 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 talked about this uh, last year. You talked about, hey, look, this is not going to be a rebuild. This is going to be a build, uh, actually, and that's exactly what you guys have done. Tell us a little bit about the pitching. You, you've added a few, and are you pretty excited with where the pitching stands right now, or is there anything else in the future? Yeah, I think, you know, when we look at it, we knew we were going to have to add to a few different areas. Obviously, up the middle, we talked about shortstop position, you know, adding to some of the, the bullpen pieces and, and the starting rotation as well. And I can tell you right now, I think everyone keeps their fingers crossed. You never feel like you have enough pitching. You want to stay as healthy as possible, especially as you break camp. But when we bring in the likes of, you know, guys like Sonny Gray, a guy who pitched at the top of a rotation in some meaningful games uh, it, over the course of his career, we feel like that's a, a really good add. You know, a guy like Dylan Bundy, who's had some success and is still young and, and has a chance to bounce back to join Joe Ryan and, and, and Bailey Ober, who had some real nice starts for us last year and, and showed that they can be a part of our future. And then ultimately, just recently, adding Chris Archer, a guy who, uh, when fully healthy, has pitched exceptionally well. He hasn't been fully healthy over the last couple of years, but I think I was as excited as I've been all spring uh, post-Carlos Correa signing when I got the chance to see Chris the other day throwing holding 95 miles an hour and feeling good about his health. So we're going to need young guys to step up. We're going to need the guys that are on this team 
uh, to pitch to the best of their abilities and ultimately continue to find ways to add to it if we can. Derek, tell me about that outing for Archer a little bit because I only saw the box score. He gave up some runs. Uh, I didn't know, uh, you know, what you were looking for out of him. I didn't know. Uh, you said ninety-five. Uh, was he hitting spots? Was he how far? You know, how far away is he from being a, a starter? Is, is he, you know, is he a back end of the rotation guy? What do you see? Well, I think in, in Chris's case, you know, this is obviously again one of the other unique wrinkles to this camp was with some free agent signing as late as they did. Chris really did an excellent job of putting himself in position to come in quickly. You know, we had been monitoring him even while talking during other clubs. I remember even when we did the Sonny Gray trade, we had had a conversation with Chris's agent about where he was. And while working out away from any team facility, he was tracking every one of his sessions. He was pitching to hitters out in Arizona, uh, facing big league hitters and facing them and building up his arm strength in the same way we would in a major league camp. So by the time and we got all of that information and that data, so what his velocity was, what the pitch movement was. We got all the video. So it allowed us to say, okay, if we bring Chris into this camp, can we slot him right into the rotation? And and can we uh, feel like he's built up enough, just like the guys who have been here? And that was true. So for him to come in, throwing 95 in a game, throwing good sliders, to answer your question, Mike, I think what we wanted out of him was to get to that 50-60 pitch mark, feel like he had his arm strength built, but he did hit some spots. He did throw it where he wanted. That was an A lineup from the Braves that day with all of their guys that ultimately were part of that World Series team last year. So he had tough guys to face for his first outing in spring training, and I think we walk away feeling like his stuff is where it needs to be. Now we've got to just refine those last pieces to it to, to get him back into the rotation. And Derek Buxton looks great so far. He started off really strong. And what what are you seeing in Carlos Correa? Are you seeing all of the things that you expected to see with him within the locker room and the, and just the swagger that he brings to the team? You know, maybe more. And I know that that's crazy to say, given how much uh, how much we expect out of him and what he's done. You know, his career is well documented, right? Rookie of the year, Gold Gloves, Platinum Gloves, World Series winner. He's done everything on the on the field all by the age of 27. And, you know, he's somebody that we knew was going to bring uh, an edge to our team that, that, that we felt would, we would all benefit from. But I think beyond what he does on the field, you watch him in the clubhouse, the way he makes relationships, the way he connects with every player. You know, he's bilingual, so certainly speaking Spanish to some of the Latin players and then speaking, you know, in English to some of the other guys, he can create that bridge. And he spent each night since he's been here, since we signed him, I think, taking somebody else out to dinner and, and spending time to get to know them, their families, he believes that a clubhouse and a culture are going to be what elevates a team's performance, as we all do. And I think he shows you. He manifests it every day. And we're just thrilled to have him you know, being a part of this leadership group down there. Derek, uh, Derek Felby is our guest uh, on the huddle. Mike, Max, Pete, Nigerian. Uh, you know, I was down there when he signed, and I, I talked to you about it down there as we observed him. And you were going out to dinner with him that night. You said this is the first time I've had a chance to sit down with him and, and, and just you know talk outside of you know the professional getting the deal done. Uh, but what you said was uh, overwhelming almost. You're right. It, it was more than you expected. And one of the things that, that he told me, uh, and I'm sure he told you, was uh, I think his dad, he, when he said that he wanted to learn how to speak English as a kid because he was going to need it when he played big league baseball, his dad took on two extra jobs so that he could send him to an English-speaking school. And it's, it's a wonderful story that he tells about it, but it also tells you a lot uh, about that personality because it, you know, Nelson Cruz was a great leader too, quieter, but they had that same presence in the locker room. Uh, he is absolutely committed. He works the locker room like no one I've ever seen. It, it really is special. I, you mentioned it. Nelly was, as I've, I've been a big fan on record, saying the best teammate I've ever witnessed, you know, in terms of yeah. how he navigates 
will lead, lead oh, yeah. guys. And everyone does it differently, you know, certainly, right? I, I think the Twins have had some tremendous, tremendous clubhouse presences over the course of their, you know, all of your careers and, and certainly watching even before I got here. And it's just special when you see a leader, an authentic leader in the space, impact young players around him, young and old. And I think there are guys, we signed Joe Smith at the same time, and Joe had had some time with Carlos in in Houston. And before I even met Carlos, Joe was here that day before. And he said, this guy is the real deal all around on this front. So I think if we're going to benefit, obviously from his play on the field, but I know we're going to benefit beyond that too. And Derek, you were talking about some of the youth and, and the, and what you're seeing right now. And you're pretty pleased with what you're seeing. What are you, what are you seeing right now out of Royce Lewis? We had an opportunity to have him on the show a while back and boy, he's a really excited guy. Who's really, uh, I mean, he really wants to be up there. Um, what does it look like right now for him? You know, Royce is somebody obviously who we feel as good about as you just mentioned. He's a he's a tremendous athlete and talent. And and the reality is, we've dealt with things over the last two years, particularly with Royce, uh, that no one ever expected. Certainly, the, the 2020 season that ultimately got cut uh, out of play in the minor leagues because of COVID and and the impact that that had. He didn't play a full season there. Then, unfortunately, comes into spring training last year and tore his ACL. So these are just things that you can't control. But what Royce, what he focuses on are the things that he can control, which is the work he puts in, the everyday time in the cage, the, the continuing to try and make up for some of that lost time with at-bats and work. And I can tell you that I have no doubt he's going to go out there and work. Now, what he needs is experience. There's just no way around it. You can't speed that up. You've got to go get those plate appearances. So when we got him out of Major League Camp, we told him that. Keep playing. Keep getting better. Use every day to get better. Don't be in a hurry. Just make sure that you are getting the repetitions that you need to let your athleticism and your talent ultimately shine through. Derek, appreciate it very much. Look forward to seeing By the way, he's kind of the mayor of that Twins Academy down there, too, isn't he? When, when Royce walks in there into the dorm area, uh, everybody you know, he spends so much time there. But he's he's got a little bit of that Korea in him, doesn't he? He, he sure does. He, he's certainly figuring out how to lead. It, it was fun to watch him kind of partner up with Carlos uh, in even those few days in, in camp to learn from him. And I, I think, you know, we know that character and, and, and the way – uh, he goes about his work is going to be key, and and I, I'm I'm confident that he's going to learn that. And and one quick thing I just want to say before we get off here, because I know you both know him, and he's, he's central to the Twins. But Mike Radcliffe gets honored today going into the Scouts Hall of Fame here in Fort Myers awesome. uh, pregame. And you now Mike Radcliffe is a central figure for for the Twins. <laughs> for anyone who's watched Twins baseball for the last 35 years, Mike Radcliffe has had an impact on your life. But that, that that is a scout uh, scout, isn't it? A hundred percent. He's one. He's yep. the best in the industry. He's one of the best leaders. And uh, congratulations to him. And, and I hope everyone gets a chance to appreciate a hundred percent. He's one. He's yep. the best in the industry. He's one of the best leaders. And uh, congratulations to him. And, and I hope everyone gets a chance to appreciate uh, what he's meant to this organization. And just uh, yeah. Glad you brought that up. Derek, we look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Great to have twins back. Thank you so much for giving us some time this morning. Thanks, Derek. Mike P. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it guys. You bet. Derek Falvey, Minnesota Twins president of baseball operations. Nothing like the optimism of a new season. Starts Thursday right here on WCCO. When we come back, he coached Paige Beckers in high school. He saw her play in the semifinals. What does he forecast tonight? We'll visit with Brian Cosgriff, one of the greatest all-time girls basketball coaches in the state of Minnesota when we come back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.